Good evening, good evening to you savages and you savages in training and all the savages out there. Uh, savage community, savage family. If you know or you don't know, I am Jason. This is Savage Minds Podcast. The brand is Savage Mind Designs. Man, and if you live in Texas, the heat is on for sure. It is scorching outside. A lot of people that do not live in hot states do not understand how hot it gets here, and it is a different kind of hot. <laughs> but uh, I love summertime. Uh, summer's in full swing. I love summer. It's my favorite time of year. Uh, I will. I am willing to take the brutal heat for the activities that come along with summer. And uh, uh, I feel like every fun activity that you do is outdoors. I will always believe that. I live by that. Uh, you heard me mention before, whether it's any kind of swimming, the beach, the pool, river, lakes, barbecuing, drinking cold beer, whatever it is. I never remember the best day of staying in the house. I remember every activity I've done outside. Maybe that's a generational thing, and maybe the younger generations, don't. some of them don't get it. Again, speaking as a whole, we're not talking about your individual families or how you grew up. Let's just be honest. Uh, uh, it, long before the shit we're dealing with right now, uh, kids really don't think it's a punishment. Or young people in general, whatever that consists of. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. Uh, I think that uh, staying in the house and not being able to go outdoors they think is not punishment it was very much a punishment for our generation we really didn't take heat into consideration when we wanted to do all the activities that we did growing up and i still do for my age now anybody that knows me knows i live most of my life outdoors and uh it is very much a punishment to me most of the time to be confined to the house so we'll talk about that later in another podcast uh uh the difference in the generations and uh, what society thinks, uh, what what we have what we have fed and what we have created, and there there is a lot of difference in separations of uh, generations of what they enjoy. Uh, we didn't have this technology at, at, in our age group uh, at this young age, you know. So uh, to me, it's it's the best day. Outside is better than the. Excuse me. Let me say this again. The best day indoors is still. I'll still take an average day outside than I will stay. Uh, settle for staying in the house. TV, anything indoors should be last resort. And I, we're not enjoying. Uh, we're enjoying the best we can, which I think a lot of people are doing. Uh, Making the best of some things that we did cancel this summer. We're still enjoying our summer. Uh, we make the best of everything. That's what we do. Uh, but there's some things that we had planned that we are not doing now. We, we, we just decided to save our money and put it on another vacation and things like that. So we're doing a lot of small things. And I'll talk about that in another podcast, maybe another video. Uh, but uh, I like to smash summer. I like to get as much as I can in. And I think when my generation, we were kids, we thought summer just consisted of when we went back to school, which made sense. But really, summer lasts longer than that. If you live in Texas, you have heat and you have summertime for over five months or longer. And uh, 
Uh, kids go back to school earlier now. If they even fucking go back to school now, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with that? But anyway, man, I hope everybody's doing well. I hope you're making the best of it. I hope we're being grateful. I hope we're staying humble. I hope we're fucking living savage. If we're not, I hope we're working on it because we need to be grateful in this life along with uh, having uh, uh, moving up the levels of savagery. And uh, if you don't have gratitude, then you can't have a lot of other things. A lot of people do not understand that. But if you are not grateful... Now, being grateful does not mean that you have to be satisfied with what others tell you you have to be satisfied with. Gratitude has nothing to do with satisfaction. But if you do not have gratitude, then you cannot have joy, you cannot be happy, and you not cannot f uh, uh, flourish in life and, and, and enjoy kicking your feet up at the end of the day, enjoying vacations, and enjoying... Uh, all the beautiful things life has to offer because that usually comes along with entitlement if you're not grateful. But anyway, we'll talk about that later. Don't let me get on that. So let me jump right into this. I want to talk about something in this podcast that I don't, like a lot of things, I don't think a lot of people address. When I hear people say no regrets, I wonder how many people really mean that. No regrets. We all got fucking regret. I, I, I've never met anybody that said they had no regrets in life. And if they did say that, I absolutely think they're full of shit. What I've tried to do in my life, because I do have regrets, and anybody that would go back and watch my past videos, I don't know if I uh, uh, slid that in any of my podcasts, I talk about some regrets I have and how I it. I fixed it, and I'm still working on it. Uh, I'm enjoying a cold beverage. Uh, just got done working all day, and uh, I needed to jump on here and talk about this. This is something I'm for my loved ones in my circle and my people, anyone that wants to hear it, anyone that chooses to tune in, because the people that choose to tune in and the people that choose to take these tools and, and apply them to their life, and, and instead of getting offended, instead of getting pissed off, and uh, uh, or choose to listen to people like myself or say, hey, you're not a fucking expert or we don't want to listen to you. What do you know? Well, okay, if you think that, then this is... We're, we're, not, the sad, we're not the family for you. We're not the people for you. This isn't the podcast for you. And chances are your life won't change very much. Again, this is speaking from my experience in my own life, what I study, what I have watched other not just in my family so many people I know from generations now and generations past and it still seems like generations going forward are doing the same thing and again I know that I will not touch uh, be able to dissect every category w with this podcast so I know for sure this is going to be part one ah. regret it's something that we cannot take back. But if we have enough time on this earth and in this life, we can correct it. But it's an ongoing process. We have to continuously be working on it. And what I, uh, start, when I started applying this to my life was I didn't want to be an old man or on my deathbed or sick and going through all the regrets of my past 
that I didn't do everything in my ability and in my power to try to do something about it with my loved ones and my own life. Because once we once we get in that position, there's no going back, and they go to those regrets go to our grave with us. And we, as I'm speaking this, we all know these people. Maybe we, maybe you are these people. It doesn't matter how much we love our grandparents, our parents, or whoever it is. I could, I could, you, I could spend this whole podcast talking about people I know that did exactly that. Either because they can't apologize, because they were stuck in their own head, because they were stuck in addiction, because they grew up on some traditional uh, brainwashed, uh, influenced mindset that made them do the same thing that happened to, the, to them growing up that they and did the same thing to their children, to their family, whatever it is. Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's addiction, whether it's saying you're sorry, whether it's telling that person you love them, whether it's telling that person to fuck off, whatever it is. We can go from one end of the spectrum as far as north to south with this. Because some things need to be said while the people... It's kind of like, hey, don't worry about it. Karma will do its job. Well, it does. But sometimes we need to deliver it ourselves. Sometimes we need we want to see it while it's here. And we cannot tell people to change their life if we're not living what we say we are. I believe that I live everything I say I am. Everything about my lifestyle, everything about my brand... Everything about my personal life is between my mission statement, how I live my life, how I present myself, with what I do privately, publicly, any of it. Anyone that knows me knows what you see is what you fucking get. A lot of things in this life we can change. We can change careers. We can change jobs. We can change relationships. We can Get clean if we have an addiction. It may not even be drugs or alcohol, whatever the addiction is. We can relocate. But once we go past the point of no return with our age and health, or we are out of here, because none of us are promised tomorrow, how about the regrets? If you know, One thing I ask people, at the end of your life, <clears throat> whether it be at your home, surrounded by family, whether it be your life, I mean, uh, a hospital, whatever it is, whether we're 70 or we're 110, are we going to sit there at that time and say, I wish I'd have worked some more. I wish I'd have bought a better vehicle. I wish I'd made more money. I wish I had a better house. Damn, if I just would have worked a little bit more overtime. Damn, man, I wish I'd upgraded that truck. Fuck, man, I wish I had like 600 square feet on that house. A little bit extra. Man, I wish somebody would have gave me some more credit. Damn, I wish I'd have bought that, them clothes I wanted. If, that, if you do that, that is very sad. It is very pathetic. And you miss the whole point of your whole fucking life. <clears throat> you know, you should. It, the mentality is, get my loved ones. Was, did I leave a legacy? Who was I right by? Did I tie up loose ends? Did I say what needed to be said? And do what needed to be done. What did I do with the time I had? Was it valuable? You know, I always say I want when I when I'm not here anymore. I want my family, my loved ones, and my loved ones and my family doesn't all mean blood family because most of what constitutes my family is not blood family. But anybody knows we have a blended family. My kids, my grandkids. If I live long enough to see great grandkids, I do want them to say my dad was a hard worker and he loved us. Sure. 
Um, that's an admirable trait. And I, and, but I know people in my family, other surrounding families, uh, connected families, friends, that the older generation have passed away. And these men, some of them I cared about, them men worked so much and stayed gone so much that I'm not going to, like I said, you never hear me say names unless I'm giving a shout out or it was approved or I've talked to these people already. And, uh, hey, lot, a lot of these men and a lot of these men I, I cared about, they went to their grave and really their kids were just like, we. all we remember was, I'm just using men, men as an example on this one. All they really did was work. You know, I want to be at the end of my life, man, did I travel enough? Did I tell enough people I loved them? Did I spend enough time with them? Did I push everything out of this life I could for the time I had? I, I, I've applied this to my life, and this is just something that popped in my head a few years ago. I said, I'd rather leave this world fucking exhausted from everything I love than leaving this world well-rested from doing nothing. Just going through the emotions, going to a job that you kind of half-ass like, being around people you kind of half-ass like, fucking being in a relationship is kind of okay. You fuck around and waste decades, or if not your entire life. Have we thought about the time that we don't have? I know for me, like I've said, my life's more than half over. I'm aware of that. I started really making these changes in my 30s. Again, can't do anything about what's already done. Say the best apology is change behavior. But at the same time, are we out, like, if I say opposite ends of the spectrum, Have we let silly pride get in the way of some very important relationships? People that we dearly love. Friendships. Just because we can't say we're sorry. Now, on the same token, on the flip side, I say this a lot because I live by this. I'm not apologizing because no, someone else thinks I need to apologize if I don't think I need to. I don't care how much someone tries to persuade me, influence me, or guilt me into it. And if anybody knows me, that doesn't fucking work anyway. There's some people that need to hear what they heard. And I ain't clearing up shit. I said what I said, and I'm staying with that. Some people deserve what they heard. But there's nothing wrong if we are compelled to say, hey, you know what? I can't believe I haven't talked to this person this amount of time. I can't believe we let this come between us. Let's go talk about it. And if it's somebody you don't give a fuck about, then fuck it. Now, at the same time, swing the axe the other way. There's people, it doesn't matter if we care about them. It doesn't matter if we love them. They need to hear some other shit too. I know a lot of people that need to get stuff off their chest with their parents and grandparents or their siblings or all the above or their boss, whoever it is. And if you let these people get too old or sick, then you're going to feel guilty about telling them. Fucking tell them now. Pull that fucking trigger. And let me tell you why. We'll talk about this in another podcast. You could be saving these people. The next generation of people under them a lifetime of trouble. Or they go to their grave. You don't get it off your chest. And then that's why you carry that fucking built up bitterness, anger, mad. Because you didn't. You always want to tell them. But you didn't. They got told, oh, it's grandma or it's mom or it's dad or it's sister or it's whatever. Or it's pastor or it's, it's boss. Whatever it is that they said that they were an elder or don't hurt their feelings or whatever, the older they get, the more you feel sorry for them, the more you won't do it. So I, what I'm trying to do is give equal ends 
of 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 the spectrum, you you see that this this could go either way. So I'm gonna I'm gonna touch base on a few of these. I think I've compiled a list of about fifteen to twenty five or thirty of straight up based off of facts and statistics talking to people throughout their life and these numbers are staggering of what the biggest regrets are now individually we probably have what our biggest regret is but are we correcting it are we trying to do something about it so i'm going to break it down into segments so i think i'm going to do about five today and let's talk about it what do we really regret reflecting back on our life and at the end of our life like i said I just never believe it's going to be more material things, more possessions, more money, any kind of vehicle, car, any of that, or fucking more time at work. Or, damn, I wish I'd spent more time at the office. Man, I wish I'd worked more 80 hours a week, more 80-hour weeks. I know I've done that plenty. For me, it didn't come later in life because I started so early doing things and leaving home, uh, having children, having to do, some of it was self-inflicted, some of it wasn't. I worked my 20s away. I know that. And if I could have it back, and if I could go back, I definitely wouldn't say I would do all of it again, because I fucking wouldn't. I would do some. I wouldn't do it to the extent I'd done it. So there you go right there. Can't take it back. That was, I mean, a, a decade I worked away. So, let's talk about this. I'm going to go over this. And try not to keep y'all as long as I can because this is going to be other segments. And like I said, maybe I do two or three other podcasts in between this. Oh, real quick. Hey, video podcast is coming soon, folks. Y'all hang in there. Please hang in there. Got some good guests coming on. We're just going to keep growing. We're going to keep building. There are regrets in this life that we can still change while we, we still have time. And we have the opportunity. Once we are out of time, the opportunity no longer exists. Understand that. One, let's go over this one. Number one, living the life that you want to live, not the other ones of what others expect you to live. Parents, family, co-workers, teachers, they guide you, they persuade you, they influence you to do what they think is best for you, not necessarily what you want to do. They want to tell you, understand this, parents and grandparents especially, they tell you things and guide you and persuade you to keep you safe. Well, what they think is safe. Sometimes it's the illusion of safety. Your hometown, your family. Uh, this can't happen here. This didn't happen in our neighborhood. They would persuade you, influence, and to safely you doing fucking nothing except what they wanted you to do. So they can sit there and look at you, so they can keep you around. And then you wake up and you're older and you didn't do any of the things you planned to do. And these people are gone. Understand that. We're not going to be here forever. That's what this whole thing is about. <clears throat> it's what their, their version of what is safe and it was what's always best for them isn't what is always best for you. Nor fulfilling. Understand that. So remember number one. Living the life you want, not what others expected you to do. That is a, that's number one on the list. That's one of the biggest regrets. Number two, 
<coughs> having the courage and confidence to express your feelings and say what you feel needs to be said, even if it's uncomfortable, even if it pisses people off, even if they go away temporarily or permanently, even if they discard you out of their life, whatever it is. You hear that? What I just talked about. That's a number two, one of the two, number two regrets. Having the courage and confidence to express your feelings and not going to your grave or letting these people go to their grave with it. It's emotional intelligence. Your ability to understand how others feel so you can manage your own thoughts and feelings. People will die and take to their graves these damn secrets, feelings they wish they would have said. And, don't, and I don't think that people understand one action, one small action can dramatically change their fucking life. And not only that, you can change the path for others. I know I have done that in my own family. They tell me that. It's not for me looking for credit. I changed the dynamics because I made big life-altering decisions. Had nothing to do with money. Matter of fact, it was less money. I said, I got to do this because I don't want to have this regret. Of looking back, I did not do this while I still had time. And now, now they thank me for it. Someone has to be the bad guy. Whatever it is. Anytime you're making big life changes, everybody ain't going to be on board with it. Matter of fact, they're not going to be on board with it. Everybody ain't going to be cool with it. Because that means they, they think you're going to leave them. And sometimes it does require you to leave them. This is fucking huge, people. Go back and listen to this as many as you can. Do it while it still has time. Make the changes. Number three. Standing up for yourself in your early years. Because if you don't stand up for yourself in your early, early years, chances are you're not doing it in your later years. If you've let people run over you, manipulate you and take advantage of you when you were younger chances are you're still fucking doing it and you know it and it's fucking pissing you off listening to this like most things because it's true it's probably went over in your head some fucking thousand thousands of times why didn't you do this why didn't you say that why didn't you stand up for yourself if you can't stand up for yourself you can't stand up for others you'd be surprised how many people full-grown men and women adults that Never did this. Still still don't do it. Even if they are doing well, well-adjusted adjusted people and have reached a certain level of success in life and doing well, they still had that fucking burden if they didn't do it. They probably have no idea that this has affected their life and relationships the way it has. These, these moments being relived in their mind over and over and wishing they would have, I wish I would have said this, I wish I would have said that, I wish I would have handled it differently. If you would have handled it differently, the outcome would have been different. Because here's the thing. If you'd have handled that different, then you would have handled other things differently. Your friends, alleged, alleged friends anyway. Y'all hear me say that. Uh, again, as always, if stuff fits universal, I'm going to fucking use it again unapologetically. Family, your employer, even if it means losing these people, like I said, and even if it means getting fucking fired. Your dignity, being humiliated. Putting up with this shit is not worth it because it only builds up more anger, more bitterness. Pull the trigger, do what needs to be done. You shouldn't have to be degraded or humiliated, devalued to keep these people in your life nor keep your fucking job. Fuck it. There's probably another better one around the corner anyway. And that doesn't necessarily mean more money. Find another one. Go where you're valued. Go where you're respected. I, like I tell people, I respect everyone to start with. I let them earn their disrespect. And once they do that, it, no, it does not matter who they are, how much money they make, what title they are, how old they are, or if they're a fucking elder. Y'all hear that? 
I'm gonna give you respect to start with. You don't get you get one free pass if you're older. And after that, we'll fucking talk about it. We'll talk about that in another podcast as well. Number four, settling for less than what we really want. We settled again, we settled because it was fucking easier. We settle for mediocrity because it's fucking convenient. That's what we do. Because going for more and doing more, and I had to apply this to my life. Now, the, the, the past ones I just went over, speaking my mind, not letting people run over me, not putting up, I ain't never done that. I came out of the fucking, I, I, from Jump Street, I didn't put up with that. From the get-go, when I was young, this, well, often have the careers and relationships, we don't even realize based off of what will other things. Man, fuck what they think. They're fucking judging, criticizing you anyway. And then if you're not doing what you really want to do, what you feel compelled to do, what you're driven to do, then they, then they, you've managed to let these people, their opinion of you, affect your whole fucking life. So what was it? Number four, did you hear that? Selling for less than what you really want in this life because mediocrity is convenient. Because going for more actually fucking requires for you to get off your ass, sacrifice, discipline, dedication, loss of people, among other things. It's casualties of war. It's how it goes. This happens in every category of life. Food, exercise, job, career, friends, relationships, goals, dreams, plans. We settle. It's one of our favorite pastimes. It's what we do. Every one of these things, understand this is very, very crucial. When I heard this, this really made sense. And I just play it in my mind all the time. We may not think we're paying right then, but all of these things... We will pay the price for in our daily life throughout the rest of our life if we're not careful. Y'all hear that? We often just don't recognize it because it's become who the fuck we are. Quick and convenient becomes permanent. <clears throat> Especially in our jobs and careers and relationships. The two, the two things that are the most time consuming are those right there. But yet, it seems like the most crucial decisions in our life. Think about how much time you spend at your job or your employer and your relationship. But we put more effort into maybe buying a TV, buying a material object, a car. Understand that. We put more effort into buying a car than our job and career and our fucking relationship. If you have one that's fucked up and one that's good, you might have a little bit of happiness or joy. Or you might try to do other things to offset that. But if both of them are fucked up, then most of your life's fucked up. It doesn't matter what you have. If we, we, Most of us settle in our relationship early. It's very crucial, important decisions. We make them so carelessly. But usually if you make a wrong relationship choice early in life, it doesn't wash out till later. Whatever it is, whether it's plans, dreams, goals are different. Kids, what happens you usually got two, couple... Got some kids, got some debt, started the life. It usually takes about a decade for this shit to, to wash out and you figure it out. That's a, that's a known fact. Go look it up. About 10 years. And you realize, fuck, I'm too far in. So now let me force this shit and now let me just keep on going. I'll just, well, we got to tough it out. What's toughing it out, man? Toughing it out is for fucking six months, a year, two, whatever. Six, you're going to tough it out for goddamn decades? Your life? You settle for him, she settle for you. You settle for her. That's how it goes. If you don't do anything about it. 
Everything else will follow after that. If you start settling early, you will learn to settle for everything. And we've all done it to a certain extent, but have we corrected it? And it's not easy to correct it. So, see, this is a psychology some people don't understand. When you're making these corrections and making these adjustments, sometimes it requires you to do a 360 in life. So what people think is, oh, man, they're not doing good. Or, man, they must be doing without. No, we're making these adjustments, and we know sometimes we got to go back to fucking zero. we got to wipe the plate clean and start over. Some people don't get that. you got to just try and, well, I'm going to try to keep this here. No, boom, start over. Number five. Not taking action on our life when we know it's the right thing to do. Coulda, shoulda, woulda, but you fucking didn't. That's what it is. If you know something has to change, to change the trajectory of your life in a positive way, then why wouldn't you fucking take the chance and do it? Failure? Is that why? Failure's part of it. Make the call on your life, people. But this is why we don't do it. We want to know the outcome before we make the move. We want to know it's going to work. I mean, I didn't know that when I was settling for things either. But oh, what happens if this? What happens if that? You don't know. That's the point. But each time you fucking get busted in the mouth, you fall on your back, and you go through these things, then you learn. And you know... That you can overcome that the next time. It's a reference point to build on. We want the fucking reward without the sacrifice, without the work, without the suffering. You want to know the outcome. You want all those benefits of it without actually fucking doing it, without that go between phase, without the starting over, without the doing that. That's not how it fucking works. There are a small percentage of people out there that can do that and not and, and, and not do without these things, whatever these things are, whether it be people, whether it be money, whether it be material things, whatever it is. But for the most of us, that's not how it goes. And if you want it, if you want to do these things and you want your life to change, you'll do it. If not, you don't want it fucking bad enough. You want to talk about it. You want to think about it. You want to say it. You want to dream about it. But you don't actually want to do it. So that's five, folks. There's a lot more to go. I'm going to get off here. I'm going to leave this as a little bit uh, shorter podcast today because I have more coming. Maybe I'll do a bonus episode. Love y'all. Stay humble. Live savage. Talk to y'all later.